see. They're blaming on an alligator chewing through Casey's internet. Oh boy. <laughs> oh well, there's a. Uh... Oh, there he goes. There we go. I'm trying to play it too. Uh, I think I I think I might have got I got a brief notice that I got disconnected. So hopefully everything got. It looks like everything still got recorded. So we're gonna keep going. Now you're good. Yeah. Now thanks for the heads up there. Oh, that's all good. My yeah, phone think, was blowing up. Gotcha. Yeah, well, everybody tuning in, sorry about that. Um, I think right when I connected, it, it I got like briefly disconnected from the internet. It looks like it's still recorded. Um, so let me know if anybody listening here, so, again, sorry about that, but uh, go like try to rewind the stream if it lets you and let me know if you can see the full thing because we've been going for a little bit now. Um, and hopefully... Everybody in the chat, you can uh, you can see that. So just let me know. Otherwise, we're going to keep going. Um, just, just roll it. Just roll it. All on. right. 20 minutes late. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So just l let me know if, if you have the ability to rewind because it looks like it's all there on my end. Um, so this uh, next question is brought to us by Mariachi Aguilas de Oro. So uh, you guys won $10,000 for winning the Bunker Fest series. How does that feel coming away with such a large cash prize? It's pretty dope. That's that's the obviously the largest amount I know I've ever won in one lick. So uh, I don't know what Casey and them get in semi-pro, but... I think it's 10000 Yeah. Y'all get a pro spot. Y'all get to spend more money next year. So, you know, um, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, I showed you Saturday my spreadsheet and stuff, and uh, it, the number just keeps getting bigger. I think that's that's what makes it fun now, <laughs> seeing, what else, seeing what else I can do on that thing. Gotcha. Um, well, but, I mean, but, I, I mean – but um, you know too, though. Like as soon as you win the money, it's already spent, right? Like, right. You just tally up how much gas you spend and what it costs to practice. I mean, for me, I'm I'm a tank a weekend just to go out and fit and back. So I mean, it just adds up. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's. I mean, nobody plays paintball to make money, right? Oh, no. But I'm uh, not even close. It is it is fun to see that number on the spreadsheet go up, and uh, I'm sure you've seen a few of my spreadsheets from this year, and uh, yours is definitely impressive there. <laughs> well, mine goes back like twenty something years, so I got a I got a little leadway on you there. Definitely. All right, so yeah, it looks like everybody uh, listening the uh, looks like they aren't able to go back, but. Uh, yeah, I, you didn't miss nothing. Just, <laughs> just us doing terrible on Saturday. That's all you right. missed. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's still recorded. If not, you know, we'll we'll circle back around at the end just in case. Uh, so this, uh, here, let me mark that real quick. So this next question is uh, brought to us, and it's just for Casey because uh, uh, Jason, you've been on this show before, but we uh, we have yet to get Casey's story on. So Casey, this is brought to us by XTPL Events. So for those listening that maybe don't know about you, how long have you been involved in the Texas paintball scene? 
So, <clears throat> I think 2011-2012, I started playing with Greed, actually. Uh, before that, I, I'm from Louisiana, so I, I started playing. Well, I guess, but we didn't really play a lot of Texas stuff back then, but probably 2008 and nine, we played a lot of Louisiana stuff with Greed. So I guess that would be Texas paintball. Uh, played with Greed probably up until 2013, 14, yeah, about 14. 15. What? 15? Okay. Yeah, because we won SCPA in 14. Yeah, okay. So then I joined uh, the AC program, was part of that until 2016. Got married, kind of got out of paintball, uh, and then in 2019, what was it? Yeah, 19. Actually, 2018, I played an event with Jason uh, at Paintball Fit. Then uh, JD and them reached out to me and actually asked me to start coaching Paintball Fit. So 2019, I started coaching Fit. Uh, and 2019 was that the year that they like ran the table in D3? That's correct. Yeah. Well, they were already they were, they were already running it in D4. They they won everything in D4, right? Uh, they they lost one in D4. Awesome. One, but they won everything in D3. Yeah. No, we lost we lost one in D3 oh. also. Oh, okay. Philadelphia. And there you yeah. go. Either way. Uh, and then being part of the. Uh, paintball fit program since so and i still whenever i do play i normally will play with jason we played an event uh xtpl beginning of the year we got second last year played an xtpl event got first twice i think right yeah so. uh i can't remember no, no I, think last just, week. I think we just want to take stuff okay yeah. so. we still got money it don't matter I love it. All right. Um, so Casey, I know, um, really your, your primary thing is coaching fit right now, but, uh, who are, you know, some of the main teams like that you've been with as a player over the years? Really, uh, started on a team called, uh, PB faction back in like Oh four, uh, Louisiana team, uh, Tried to do a couple different things in Louisiana and just couldn't get the players, actually. And then that's when I met, J- met Jason, started playing with Jason. And then, uh, actually, I joined AC, tried to get Jason to go to Dallas because we were having the same issues that anybody else was having. Couldn't get enough players. And I don't know, just Texture Can is small, Shreveport Bozier, the paintball's just not there. And, uh, and so uh, then I played uh, with the AC program. Um, I played an event with Texas Phalanx. Uh, I've guessed it on a couple teams. I've actually coached uh, FSU before. Um, I think that was my first coaching gig, actually. I coached them for a, a PSP way back in the day. But uh, really mainly greed as far as playing, greed and AC. Uh, if I had a, you know, couple Texas teams that just like throw together and I'll just play on, but those are the two, two main teams I've ever played on. Gotcha. 
All right. So, uh, so Casey, tell us, uh, and this one's brought to us by Skull Monkeys Paintball. Tell us, what was it that got you into paintball to begin with? Uh, I think I went on a church trip. Yeah, church trip. Uh, played paintball like on a Wednesday night church trip. Uh, loved it. Had fun. Then I played a couple of scenario games because tournament paintball is just not really huge here. Uh, and then got into like a three man. They used to have three man uh, tournaments at the field in uh, my area. And that's actually how I kind of met Bonner and uh, a guy named Alonzo Braley. He actually coached Vibe last year. He used to be my old coach. So we used to all play together. Just a big group of us and, you know, kind of fell in love from there. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, any any major breaks in there or have you just been on consistently since then? Uh, no, I mean, when I got married in 2016, I have a stepson that played baseball. So obviously, uh, baseball and uh, is on the weekends with my uh, kids. So it was that's kind of why I stepped back uh, and got out of the AC program and uh, was just more focused on family at that time. And I mean, I still am, but uh, Sarah, JD, and the Lukas are—they're very obviously a big family-oriented, uh, and so they understood, like you know. If I got stuff with my son, like they that's priority and uh also have a restaurant back home. So family business comes first and you know, so uh but yeah, I, I took a break for about two and a half, three years, about sixteen to eighteen. Gotcha. But uh yeah, just like everybody, you know, the paintball bug bites strong and everyone comes back eventually, it seems like. Oh yeah. It's in your blood. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. All right. So uh, this one's I just for. I, I won't let him quit either. So I always, I always hit him up. Hey, you want to do this? Hey, you want to do that? I don't think nobody let me quit. <laughs> do what? I said, I don't think nobody let me quit. <laughs> no. No, not no. at this point. All right. So this next one's for Jason. So this one's brought to us by Pod Runners Union. Uh, so, Jason, it's been just over a year since your last appearance on the show which was all the way back in episode 15, which went live at the end of September. And you're our very first returning guest, not counting everybody that was in for the one-year special or uh, the people that were in for the building a brand roundtable. So uh, catch us up on what's been going on with you since we last saw you at the end of last September. Not much. Just trying to keep a paintball team together, you know. Um, I don't. I don't think we've really gained a lot of people or lost a lot of people we finally got Odin to play some some ball with us so that's been pretty awesome but uh still we're still just trying to practice as much as we can hopefully we'll do better at the xdpl in the next couple weekends rather than show up and shit the bed like we did against you guys but uh not a lot just trying to like i said keep paintball team rolling Get us another series championship here in a couple weekends. Go to Cup for free. Make a make a good year of it. And 23 is my number anyway, so it's it's turning out to be pretty good. I just need icing on the cake with a couple more wins, and we'll be good to go. All right. I love it. Uh, 
so uh, real quick, everybody in the chat, uh, again, sorry about all that mishap. Uh, if you got something that you want to ask Casey or Jason, uh, get your <laughs> questions in the chat. Uh, we'll get to them throughout the show. Uh, this next one is for Casey. So uh, this one's brought to us by Why I Paintball. Uh, Casey, this year has been a whole lot of first places for you, both with uh, Greed in the BunkerFest series and in the NXL with Paintball Fit. So uh, do you think that your coaching style uh, is like special and it allows the teams that you coach to be like successful on the field? Or what is it about your uh, coaching that you think has uh, led to all these victories? Uh, I don't know style. I mean, I try to put everybody I mean I've been a manager I own a restaurant so I try to uh I try to put everybody in the right places uh also try to have the one-on-one conversations with each player to find out what their strengths weaknesses are um I mean at the end of the day it's my decision you know what play I do and where I'm putting but I also like to have the input of my player of like all right what do you feel comfortable with? You know, um, I don't want to send you X, Y, Z. If you're, if you're not, if you're not confident, it's cause I mean, to me, this game's way more mental than it is physical. You know, uh, you have to be mentally willing to duel it out, you know, but if you don't feel confident, you're in it, uh, then I, you know, unless I have to, I'm not going to ask you to do that. So, but also it's it means the next man up, right? You know I mean, if you don't feel confident in doing it and you give me doubt and I have doubt in you, then guess what? I'm going to call the next one that feels like he can do it. Uh, as far as style, I mean, you know, I I study a lot. I study teams. I study players. Uh, try to find out tendencies. and You, know, you take notes yeah. on just about everything is what I've noticed is there's – there's uh, I've, I mean, you – practically record most points that you watch it, when you're not coaching the team, right? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's I have insane. Help, you know, Rich, you know, I mean, we have a good we have a good scouting staff, you know. Uh, Rich is a big success on why greed and uh, paintball fit uh, as far as health-wise. So. I, don't, I don't necessarily say mine's any different? I mean, obviously, I don't know a lot of. I mean, I know Ryan Gray and a couple of coaches I've talked to, but I mean, I don't really know a lot of coaches. I don't know how they do their things. Uh, I just I try to run it like a business, as far as like you know, uh, you try to find strength and weaknesses in your business, and you know, some people can talk to customers, you know, where other people are better behind the scenes. So you know, those same thing, same type things than paintball. Like, okay, well. This is his strength. This is his weakness, you know. I mean, I remember an event that Star event way back in the day, me and Monter was playing. Because I've always, even when I played, I've always, like, kind of took notes. Because of, you know, you find out where the players are going, you know. Well, if that's where you can adjust your lanes and stuff like that. But I'll never forget, we practiced a certain way. And we get to the event, and it wasn't working that way. So we had to completely change it. And was like, all right, well, you're going this way, and I'm going this way. Because... What we practice just wasn't working, yep. you know. Uh, uh, I mean, and then preparing, you know, I always try to, you know, like I was saying earlier, I try to go over problems that we've had at past events or different things and like, okay, well, let's 
let's let's adjust those now so when we go to these all right we've already been in that situation you know so but for sure um so i guess question for you with uh i know you mentioned uh rich addicts and some of the other staff that you have like what what exactly does your role involve on the teams that you coach? Are you more just like a breakout and play caller or do you do any uh, like like general manager, roster management type deal or what What exactly are all of your duties? Uh, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I do the breakout play calls, but I also do, I mean, we, the pit wise, I mean, normally uh, Luke House, uh, Sarah and J.D., we have a pit team that kind of runs that. Now, back in D3, I used to kind of do it all. Um, now, I mean, it's my, you know, I mean, there's a lot of the behind the scenes of, because they're very busy. We try to make everything, like, as simple and easy as possible by, by the time we get these events. Uh, Dude, y'all have a whole at, team just for the team. Yeah. Uh, like, but, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I guess I coach, man, you know, I help manage, you know, Obviously, me, Johnny, Colt, and all the guys were very, you know, they're we're very tight knit. You know, we have a lot of conversations, um, just leading up to the events, like who we're going to practice, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Of, you know, how many reps we're going to do. I mean, we we have a lot of talks and conversations leading up to the events and stuff. Gotcha. All right. Uh, so. Uh, another question I got for you, Casey. So as far as like during your uh, coaching, uh, do you have like qualities that you look kind of going back and forth to each other? You know, like if y'all want to blame someone, blame me, you know, uh, at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, I just, you know, if I call a play and this is, you know, it's not always I'm not perfect. You know, things happen, you know, but at the end of the day, like doing the blame game does nothing it only hurts us at that moment you know uh something that i was telling that jason earlier you know it's just like uh what did i say earlier i you know what's done is done you know like if that we lost that point like there was a there was a, a point against any of the state guys they called a penalty on the guy anyways uh they didn't have enough bodies and their coach literally argued for 10 minutes. The play was already done with them. Two points played. And they're still arguing with the head ref. I'm like, what's done is done. Like, you know, uh, I think, you know, you know, just being coachable. I mean, you know, put in the hard work. I normally I can, like I said, I've been a manager a long time. So you can see who's slacking and who's not, uh, who wants it and who's not. I mean, I don't know. I was, uh, I think it's just that's the biggest thing is being coachable. So. <laughs> I, just, I just said that dude was red in the face for the whole match. <laughs> I missed to miss this. I don't know. Was this in prelims like, or in finals? It was probably the first match. All the uh, okay. organized. Yeah. Well, those those dudes, the refs come and pulled one of their guns and messed with that for like five minutes. I seem like it killed the whole mood of the whatever was going on in the other match it just killed it like i don't know those that's weird that's what i was was saying though i would love to play those teams like that in a usx deal where you got eight matches in the day from 
prelim to finals, you know. I would love to play those dudes and see how it spun out. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's something to be said about just being able to be resilient and shake things off quickly and just like not let those other like things kind of distract you from what you're there to do during a match. Like there's going to be ebbs and flows and you just got to be able to shake, shake one thing off, have a short memory uh, and just, Hey, focus like, Hey, the match isn't done. The tournament's not done. Uh, and that's, that's why good teams, great teams are able to bounce back from things like that. Uh, so real quick, looking at the chat, we've actually got a lot of questions here. Uh, so first question is from, let's see, uh, Neil Hicks says, congratulations on the bunker fest series. Win greed. Um, Chris Isaacs asks, uh, you, let's see. He, he looks like he says he's asking about the story behind team evil. I've, I've filled him in on that. Gotcha. Evil is just in Doman's business. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Oh, I see your comment now. Okay. Uh, so, uh, from Chris. O, he asked Casey, what kind of food do you make at your restaurant? Do you do private catering? Uh, uh, yeah, I do. Uh, we do like, uh, breakfast, po' boys, um, catfish, chicken fried steak. We do it all. Man, Casey can cook anything. I can. <laughs> uh, we've actually done a bit. We, uh, layout weekends that I actually cooked for like the diesel and, uh, fit guys before. Um, That's awesome. We got to come up there sometime for that. All right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, looking at, let's see, one more question in the chat for now from Rich Addicts. Uh, it says, fit and greed, do the best to control what they can control. Uh, paint management, scouting pit help, allows you to just focus on the point, nothing else. Yep. Pretty much exactly what we were saying. There's there's a lot of things that can distract you in paintball, but like in in general, I think matches are won and lost in the pits. Like The more that you are able to get the players to only focus on their job on the field, like the higher chance of success and the higher chance of your guys being able to execute in general. I think that's like one of the biggest things to learn as a divisional player. Yep. When there's less to have to think about other than just what you need to do, you get to have a little bit more fun too, right? Like if you're a player coach, it gets to be a little hard, but if you could just, and Rich told me this too, but he said it just made it easier to have somebody sit there and call the bodies and tell me what to do. And then you don't have to sit there and decide what needs to be done, you know? Definitely. All right. So, uh, I think now is probably gonna be a good time for us to loop back around just in case those, uh, our first 20 minutes or whatever, didn't quite get caught on camera. So, uh, just introduction here again, this is Jason Bonner and Casey Harris. Jason Bonner is, uh, returning first returning guest um then casey harris here is uh coaching greed and also the coach for paintball fit so uh we were talking about kind of doing a recap of uh this past weekend and the bunker fest series so uh greed ended up taking this series after uh securing the buy and getting a top four so just uh and just to recap that again guys uh how, how would you say the event went for you overall the buys do not help you do anything other than win a series. 
the 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 buy kind of took us out of out of the element of having to play for the day i think and like i said you guys you know you played that quarters match and you had eight points basically to warm up and not even just the fact of having eight points but you guys went down to and then tied it back up and then they got a point and you had to tie it again and so i feel like digging yourself out of those holes like that only makes you better and so by the time you guys play us your shots are dialed in you know you're already you're already getting a read off the refs how they're treating the day you know so for us saturday was not good up until we found out we had won the series because i you you and ken had already told me that congrats and i'm like i don't think we got it but i didn't realize that they were using the the nxl mm-hmm. top eight scoring system thing and uh anyway it was a surprise for me it was a surprise like Casey said he already knew, but he wasn't going to spoil it for me. And I was like, "What do you think, Dave? You could have stayed for a picture." <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no. Overall, the the event was good. The series wasn't bad. Uh, I'm not going to have anything to complain about, really. So, I mean, we went home with ten thousand dollars, so that that makes everything great, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we were talking about uh, we were talking about how uh, blind layouts are. It's it. The more points that you can get on a blind layout, the better. And yes, for you yeah, guys, I mean, we played eleven total before we played you guys. Uh, like you said, y'all had eight just on before y'all even played us on Saturday, mm-hmm. or eight that day. So, um, and like I said, y'all's y'all shots were dialed in. We didn't get shot off break. I think, but once the whole tournament, I think y'all shot uh, our guy. At least twice, if not three times, and then drew a penalty on one of them. So, uh, you know that always helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for for you guys, you had eleven points scored, uh, not counting any no points in prelims. For us, we had let's see, six, nine, uh, fifteen, nineteen points scored in prelims. So that's that's pretty close to double the amount of points on a blind layout is. Uh, is huge and then on top of that you know we had the the extra eight in quarterfinals so that that all being said you know that 11 points on a layout versus what 27 that's that's a uh, big experience difference on a blind layout uh so just yeah it's it's interesting how that how that all plays out i mean like there's some layouts like if you think back to the very first bunker fest layout it's like didn't really make all that much difference because it was it was very quickly kind of like everybody figured out that you just had to break out I formation uh, and right. then uh, but yeah that's that's the trick with blind layouts this one was but very different it's it's not even that though I mean it is because playing a blind blind layout versus having a weekend you're still trying to collect data right and like. Me personally, me and my wife were into drag racing, specifically like the no prep stuff or, you know, the street outlaw stuff. And those dudes go out and if they're doing like a, like a street race thing, they're going anywhere that's similar to try to get a hit on the street or the track or whatever to get the data so that they can know what to do with. Right. And it's all about the data collection. And now for us, you said that you didn't think our bracket was that hard. So just Mm -hmm. because we got now, if we had 11 points in y'all's, y'all's bracket, it might be different, right? 
Right. Like we would see something different. And so it's just about the data you collect, whether it's scouting the teams or like what you do and what works for you or what doesn't work for you, you know? And so I'm kind of big on, and I don't write down a lot of notes and I didn't even carry a clipboard or anything when I was coaching D4 guys, just because that's a little bit more simple there than what we were having to deal with in D3. But uh, also when you're trying to just get something going, you just try to kind of dumb it down. But we just, off the first match, I really don't even know what we learned other than a couple of spots were the best at locking certain things down. And then we have to move on to a different team that has a different style to see what works there, you know, because I, I think that when we played enemy state and prelims was complete, obviously because we lost to them in finals, but I think they played it completely differently on Saturday than they did on uh, Friday. So, I mean, whatever we learned there really didn't help when we played them the second time. So it, it's all about the data that you get out of it and what you learned and how you, use it going forward, you know? For sure. Yeah. And, uh, and I know I kind of did this before I checked the recording. So I just want to make sure that this gets said again, shout out to, uh, Brandon Ortega. This question was brought to us by BAM wraps. Uh, he sent me this headband in the mail, complete surprise, the Texas camo and just kind of showing it off here. Uh, on one end says in the pits, other end has the, in the pits logo. So again, thank you, Brandon. Uh, shout out to Bam Raps. Head over, go check them out. Message them if you're needing a any uh, custom headgear. Uh, so our other question that we need to just make sure we loop back on, and this one's brought to us by Paintball Kumite. So, um, and kind of also goes with uh, Rich Attic's question here in the chat. Uh, so you guys were the most consistently performing team this year in D3. You made you were three for three, or actually four for four now on playoff appearances throughout the season, and you were the only team to make all of them. So just uh, tell me what were some of the things that you did throughout the year in your practice that you helped uh, that helped you perform uh, consistently. And Rich' question is kind of similar to that, which is what do you believe is the best approach to achieve success on blind layouts? So. Uh, what I said earlier, we we typically start off most of our practices with hopper ball. Um, past the breakout, you pretty much enter mid game, like you know, by the time you hit your primary, because you if you shot a lot, you're pretty much into half a hopper, and if you ran somewhere, you still have your hopper, but you're dealing with somebody that's holding the zone or doing something to prevent you from moving. Um, we liked it a lot, and the best example was playing the Chicago layout on the Sunday of Chicago. And, you know, we're running five minute plus points already on turf. That's nice and dry, just like the dudes in Chicago are doing in the mud and the rain. And so, um, like you had said, Christian, our matches in our bracket seem to go longer with less points. You guys had pretty high scoring matches. But uh, for us, I feel like when we can, when we get the lead or we get it back tied and then get the lead, we try to control the time as much as we can. And I think we, we benefit off those hopper ball points that we play. And, and realizing, you know, there's moves to be made or there's not or how to do some teamwork things to make a gap open here or there, you know. Um, 
that's mainly what we do. Once we move into playing some games with some pods, we try to figure out some situations that keep coming up in the points, you know, and try to run those situations later in the day if we got the pain or the time to do it. Um, but mainly just trying to be consistent being at practice, you know, we don't, we're, I'm like two hours and 45 minutes from the field. So I don't get to just go out and run drills and stuff. So I try to run drills before somewhere in the middle of practice or something, but um, just consistently trying to get guys to practice, I think is what helped us keep consistently getting out of prelims and, you know, whether we made our exit in quarters or made it on the finals or whatever, you know, I mean, every little bit helps. For sure. And uh, so Casey, anything to add to that or any suggestions for any uh, players or teams that are out there listening, maybe like even as far as like making sure that you practice blind layouts. Yeah. I mean, uh, definitely. I mean, uh, if you can practice a blind layout, you know, really, like I said earlier, communications uh, is going to be key. Uh, Really walking the layouts whenever you get there. Um, But I mean, practicing communications, the number one thing on and off the field, but like, uh, on blind layouts, you really just, like, you have to communicate. I mean, especially like this one, there were so many damn bunkers, and you can easily, you know, can't see that side or this side, and, you know, um, just keeping the comms up. Uh, and, I like, something that Jason do is uh, hopper, hopper ball. I think that's good, especially with closing, uh, mid-game and closing stuff, so. Yeah, everybody at Fit seems to have uh, adopted this hopper ball thing ever since Nightball came around, and it seems it seems like it's effective. I mean, y'all well, are y'all been dominating all across the divisions and leagues. Technically, the coalition guys were doing it before Hopper or Nightball was the thing. I got to give credit to Spencer and them. They were they were doing that back whenever what was that twenty one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty one. Twenty one. They were doing that then, and I mean. Uh, we still play bounces. I mean, especially against each other, you can't control what them other teams do out there. But uh, that's that's one of my biggest things, and it stirs up some arguments here and there. And it's it is what it is. But we still, you know, if you get bounced, doesn't matter what it is, you get out because I mean, you messed up. You know, you got caught and you were slacking. So you get off. I mean, it's not a big deal, right? We're at practice. Just get off. We'll go reset here in a minute, and we'll play paintball again. But uh, just. Trying to keep each other honest, I mean, you can kind of you can kind of go off the bounces thing and it helps with, you know, trying not to get penalties, right? So uh, it's just consistency and being accountable, you know. Those are the big things about what you should be doing at practice, you know. And that it will lead to success at some point. You do it enough, it will get you somewhere. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially with paint, like currently, like unless you're like, obviously if you're buying five star and you have like a five star practice, then maybe you have a case for like, if it's a bounce then it's going to bounce at the event. Mm-hmm. But if like most of the time guys are buying, you know, the, the cheapest paint that they can get, or maybe somewhere in the middle yep. where it's a, a good balance between consistency and affordability. So yeah, just getting out on well, bounces is going to help your game overall. Well, nobody's taking care of their practice paint like we would at a tournament anyway, right? Mm. 
though. I mean, it just it just evens the playing field when you do it that way. It just makes it a lot easier. And you know, if you decide to do that with another team, there's there's a bit of a trust there, you know. And you know, hopefully, you're not blowing up on one another because somebody thought something happened. But I mean, it just it's good practice. Makes it a little bit better. Makes it, you know makes it better on you to kind of self-wreck yourself and you kind of become aware when you get shot when you don't and you can kind of decide what you do with it you know definitely all right uh this next question is brought to us by f for by fu athletics go to the fuathletics.com use code in the pits 25 for 25 percent off of your order i think uh he just got a bunch of new stuff in uh, a lot of shorts especially so go check them out uh, so this is for both of you and we'll start with Casey on this one. Uh, so throughout your entire paintball career, do you have a single favorite moment? Go ahead. Um, I ain't gonna lie. Um, that's a, that, well, our D3 season, uh, well, I mean, greed, I'm, I'm trying to think, uh, greed, man, I, Back in the day when we played the three man LAPLs, probably some of my funnest moments. Uh, yep. As far as playing was, yeah. Uh, and then coaching was uh, probably our D three season uh, with paintball fit would be probably the funnest as far as coaching was. That was my first year of coaching, and uh, just that group. Um, I don't know that last Chicago win. That one feels pretty good. So, as far oh, as yeah. coaching was, <laughs> that's 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 my nightmare is having to try to win something in that mess up there. God bless it. Ooh. But yeah, playing wise, definitely back in the day when we uh, I played with Greed and we played the LAPLs and uh, the three man stuff. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and then coaching overall, I think our paintball uh, fit D three season. Uh, was pretty awesome and then i don't know this year this year could be history in the making so we'll see definitely and we're looking forward to the finale for sure so uh jason how about you do you got a single favorite moment dude no (laughs) i mean they're all up here on behind me. So pick one, you know, I don't, I don't have a single favorite moment just because there's too many of them and too many different people. Uh, I, I'll, I'll go on with Casey though and say playing three man at the LA fields was a blast. Cause I mean, I think we've all started with three man and there's just something about I'm playing three man this weekend. So I can't wait for that. You need to hurry up and get to 40 so we can, we can play three man against these other fools. But, uh, yeah, that, that's probably it. Playing three man just for, and I, we would we would win like two hundred bucks and be happy about it, you know. And now we're playing for five, ten thousand dollars. It's it's insane how that's changed over the course of twelve years, you know. Because we were doing, well, Casey and I were doing three man in two thousand thirteen, I think. So, uh, but yeah, it's crazy how much all that's changed now. All right, sweet. Uh, so. Uh, this next question is is for Jason, and it's brought to us by Hydra. So now we're gonna kind of look ahead to the to the near future and the next season. So, uh, Jason, Greed has a lot of momentum momentum coming off of the series championship. So, uh, is are y'all gonna be in the off season now, or are we gonna see you at Cup? 
Um, actually, you'll you won't see us, but we will be at the XTPL in two weekends, playing for another series, and hopefully, entry and paint and hotels, and then they, coming off of that, yeah, we'll we'll be going to Cup to uh, play D three, and uh, maybe with all the success, I'll finally win a World Cup here, but. I don't know. We won't count those chickens before they hatch. So, but uh, after that, yeah, we'll after cup we'll hit off season, and uh, probably probably play some mech because you can't shoot that fast in the cold with <laughs> the paint. So you know, plus I like mech. It it keeps all the skills kind of up there. So, but yeah, uh, definitely see us at cup. XDPL, MechX. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens, though. All right, sweet. Uh, so as far as next year goes, uh, do you know? Uh, even if you don't know yet, that's all right. But as Greed, can, are we going to see them in D3 again next year, or can we expect you guys to bump up and try your hand at the Premier Division? Um, I don't know. I. Uh, Depends on how everybody ranks up. I mean, if only like two of us rank up to D2, then we'll probably slum it D3 again just because like the Averse guys had a good season last year in D4 and they come into D3 and they had two good, you know, two really good events getting a second and a third. Um, but I don't see the Russian ranking up in anything when there's still stuff left on the table to learn. Um, you know, like for Bunker Fest, we only won one of them, and it's not like any team won more than one of them. So there's still stuff there for us to learn. Uh, I, I don't ever see a Russian ranking up just because, I mean, who's to say? Perfect example is whatever was Bunkerfest Premier Division. Is that what he calls it? Mm-hmm. That was only at, that was only at one event, and then the next event there wasn't anything. So, I mean, what's the Russian ranking up to that? So. Yeah, I would I would assume we'd have D three squad again next year, depending on everybody's rank. Um, plus, we don't have the budget to play a national series. Gi- you know, Bunker Fest being at Giants right there. Um, I don't know if he would if he's going to get to run it out of there again, but uh, just have no no rush to even want to jump into playing. Uh, a full NXL. I would love to if it was on somebody else's dime, but it's not. So I don't mind keeping it sort of local, regional. You know, it gives you it gives you the opportunity to save up money and go over to Europe and play NXL over there. So I, I would love to do that. That was that was awesome. So they need to open up more divisions than that. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I know there's a lot up in the air for next season for uh, pretty much all of Texas. I know there's going to be, uh, or at least there has been quite a few changes talked about. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how all the, everything falls in line for, for next year. Uh, so Casey, this one is for you. And uh, so at looking at World Cup fits in the driver's seat for the pro spot. And all you needed is a third place or better to guarantee the promotion. So what would that mean to you if Fit ends up winning the spot and y'all become the first relegated promoted team in recent memory? Well, that'd be, <clears throat> mean a lot. Uh, 
I mean, yeah, we were relegated, but I mean, we really were a D2 team went up pro um, and was in a kind of a different program. So this would mean, I mean, just a ton to us in general uh, to go back and then do it on our own terms and ourselves, you know. Uh, as a tight, I mean, I, the guys are closer than ever. Uh, they put a ton of work in. Um, you know, they deserve it, but you know, they got to earn it. We got to earn it. So, right. Yep. I mean, a- anything's possible. I mean, we saw what happened to Blast Camp last year. Uh, cups, yeah. uh, cup can be brutal. And, Fucking double points, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it uh, definitely doesn't do you any favors if you don't make it out of prelims at the double points event, right? Definitely not. So, definitely yeah. not. It's been uh, it's been really exciting to watch the Blast Camp versus Fit uh, at every event this year. That just makes the storylines even more special. And I don't think there's ever been a D1 team that's gone five for five i don't think that's ever been done so it'll be no, excited to watch history being made there for sure for sure i mean i would i would bet every team that's won a pro spot has done it like we won the bunker fest series and and like one team or like one event win one event and the rest of them just kind of hang in there for the points <laughs> i think that's how the hurricanes won that i don't think they won a single event in 21 uh, yeah, the consistency is key, man, and like attendance matters. <laughs> definitely, yeah. The New Orleans Hurricanes got a fourth, a fourth, a second, and a fifth, and they won the series with by a pretty decent margin. That's fine. Look at them now. Definitely. Yep. Uh, so, all right. Uh, this next question is brought to us by Get That Shot. And real quick, everybody that's listening in on the chat. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, we're kind of wrapping up here, so last chance to get any questions in. Uh, so this question is brought to us by Get That Shot. Message him on Facebook or Instagram for media coverage. I don't know if he's going to be at USXBL. Hit him up anyway. Uh, he will definitely be at World Cup, so if you're needing coverage there, hit him up. So is there anybody in Texas, either teams, players, brands, or projects that have caught your attention lately? Who do you think deserves more recognition for what they're doing? I'm going to give that to Casey because I got to pick Charles Dean and he finally got on. So it's up to you, dude. You there? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think who's already been in here and who's not. Uh, I don't know. Yosh ain't been on. He does a lot of videography and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Josh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Josh, he goes, really he goes. He goes way back. He's been in it a long time. I mean, he played mm-hmm. on. Uh, I guess he played on Breakers or something like that with Robert Jordan. So I mean, he's been around it for yeah. a minute. I've been paid with Phalanx from back in the day, and yeah, yeah, he was a big. He was a big part of that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think. Um, he I think he'd be kind of cool. Me. Yeah. All right, yeah, shout out to Yosh Designs. He's definitely been killing it lately. Uh, he's been. It seems like he's been up in his involvement, and I mean, it's uh, he's got some really good stuff that he's put out there. Yep. All right, checking the chat real quick. 
There ain't no questions. <laughs> I'm assuming you saw that one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it looks like that's about it. Um, so uh, this final question is brought to us by Compete. Message him on Facebook or Instagram. Mention In The Pits for 10% off of your order of soft goods. So both you guys, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any last shout outs or things you'd like to say before we sign off? Sorry, I was reading Lanty. Um, shout out all our sponsors. Paintball Fit, Max, Hydrofit, uh, Verb, David at No Souls. Give a shout out to Ashley down at LAX with, uh, I think, Backwoods Photography. She took some photos of us at this past event. Um, give a shout out to this dude because... I think between him and Justin Hodges, I think that that helped us get to uh, get through the bye. Rich, <laughs> Rich, yeah. Don't forget Rich. Rich is always there too. Got to give a shout out to my homie Jason Lampy. He always gives me a place to stay when I'm out in the Dallas area doing these doubles. Thanks to all of our friends and family and the dogs down here for hanging out with me. All right, Casey, anybody you want to shout out? Uh, no, he named them all pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get your wife and James and, and uh, Jack in there, dude. Yeah, my family uh, for allowing me and understanding me shout leaving on the weekends and stuff like that. <laughs> shout out Off Limits one time for getting us together out there. That's right. If y'all um, if y'all looking to make a drive, go down there for the what is that? Are they doing a haunted house or a haunted trail or something like that? Yeah, yeah, we're doing a haunted trail this year. So yeah, there you go. I help with all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Restaurant, haunted trails, coaching teams, playing, you know. So. But, all right. Shout out to you for having us on. I shout out you for doing the podcast, man, because I think a state like Texas needed something like that. I mean. Uh, I I personally thought about trying to do like a a Texas only like paintball news and gossip type thing like the old uh, flag station, but I just got better things to do with my time. So I think that's uh, pretty much what Robert Jordan's doing right now with his show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, Texas definitely deserves it. There's a lot of, a lot of great individuals here. Uh, not a lot of them get, uh, the recognition or the opportunity that they deserve. So figure I'll, you know, build a, build a spotlight and start pointing it at other people. So, uh, yeah, we're going to keep it going and everybody listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, be sure to go follow Jason at Greed Paintball on Instagram. Also, go follow Paintball Fit at Paintball Fit. Casey, do you have an Instagram? I couldn't really find one for you. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't really get on it that much. <laughs> All right. So, that, that man's too busy making money to be on social media. I'm on Facebook. That's about it, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, uh, what other guests would you all like to see on the show? Um, be sure to leave a comment down below while you're at it. Hit the subscribe button. The show goes live weekly here on youtube.com slash at in the pits paintball podcast recordings are posted to YouTube, Amazon, Apple podcasts, and Spotify the next day. 
Shout out to uh, my partner and sponsor tier subscribers on Patreon, FE Athletics, Get That Shot, Paintball Kumite, Compete, Bem Raps, Skull Monkeys Paintball, Hydra, XTPL Events, YI Paintball, Mariachi Aguilas de Oro, and Pod Runners Union. We will see you guys next week for episode 70. We are going to have Brian Sylvia and Skylar Molina from Austin notorious FSU division four team. Uh, these guys have been on a tear. They've won, I think like four or five events in a row at the start of the year. Uh, we'll get a chance to talk to talk to them uh, following the USXBL championships this weekend. I will see everybody there. I'm, I'm going to be playing on a team cash money records. Uh, so yeah, I'll be there Sunday and we'll see you then Jason Casey. Thank you both so much for your time. Thank right, you. See you. Thank you. In the Pits is partnered with YI Paintball. Paintball, there's nothing like it. On the field or off, it's not just a sport, it's a community. The people, our people, come from all over with vastly different lives during the week. But come time for Paintball, we're one community with a lot of stories about why. Follow YI Paintball on Instagram and meet the members of the Paintball community. Learn about how they started, what their journey has been, and their ultimate why. Why Paintball? What's your why? In the Pits is partnered with Pod Runners Union. Follow Pod Runners Union on Instagram to find strength in union and celebrate our sports pit crew. Send in photos to represent your union local and be featured. Stealing pods for undeserving teams. It's a living. In the Pits is partnered with Mariachi Aguilas de Oro. Based in Austin and servicing the surrounding areas, these golden eagles will bring life to any event you are having, from birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, corporate events, or even a simple performance to enjoy. Guillermo Padilla, one of their trumpet players, is also a member of the Texas paintball scene. Visit them on Facebook and Instagram to check out some of their past performances or give them a call to book them for your event today. In the Pits is partnered with Skull Monkeys Paintball. Equip, engage, excel. In the Pits is partnered with XTPL Events. The Extreme Tournament Paintball League is a series put on by the Lukau family of paintball fit fame that gives the opportunity for players to learn and grow together as a team. Three-Man, Challengers and Champions X-Ball, Draft Mech X-Ball, and even U3v3. There's something for everyone at XDPL. Not to mention prize tosses, raffles, and the infamous paintball munching contest. Events happen throughout the year, and the prizes never disappoint. Sign up for an XDPL event today on PB Leagues. In the Pits is partnered with Hydra. Designed by players, for players, you can outfit yourself in Hydra gear from head to toe. Have confidence that when you make a purchase from Hydra, you are purchasing a well-tested and well-thought-out product, trusted by several top teams, including first-place semi-pro team, paintballfit.com. I personally recommend their Hydra Black knee pads. Purchases over $100 receive free shipping. Head to hydra.fit to browse their selection and discover the Hydra mentality. In the Pits is partnered with Bem Raps. Behind every mask is a unique and creative player. Tap into it when you order your next custom headpiece. Their Build-A-Band lets you communicate with them one-on-one to make your order just the way you want, all the way down to the color of the stitch. Check out their Instagram, at BEMRAPS, for drops and build videos of them working on orders. They offer very competitive pricing, so reach out today to get started on your own one-of-a-kind headpiece. In the Pits is sponsored by FU Athletics, created with a purpose and focused on building a better you. We are a brand that matters in your workout, and every purchase gives back to cancer research. Go to thefuathletics.com and use code INTHEPITS25 for 25% off of your order. 
In the Pits is partnered with Compete. Compete is a Texas-based brand by Jell Stewart of professional team AC Diesel that provides custom jerseys, pants, headbands, straps, tech shirts, and any other soft goods to help individuals and teams compete at the highest level. Support Texas Paintball and message Compete on Facebook or Instagram and mention In the Pits podcast for 10% off your entire order. In the Pits is partnered with Get That Shot. Get That Shot now offers first-in-line photo and video editing, 20% off Get That Shot merch, and 20% off prints to all teams that wear the Get That Shot logo on their jersey. Message Get That underscore Shot on Facebook or Instagram to become a Get That Shot program team. In the Pits is partnered with Paintball Kumite. Paintball Kumite is a program designed by Colt Roberts of professional team San Antonio X-Factor to take paintball players of all ages, experience levels, and skill groups and mold them into champions. The program breaks the game down into small, easy-to-learn sessions designed to help you master the fundamentals so that you can elevate your game. Newcomers to the program get a free one-hour introductory class when mentioning In the Pits. To sign up for a class, message at Paintball Kumite on Instagram.